his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, Nate. Thanks for being with me. This is The Dawn Show, and I thank you for coming in today to talk about your your latest piece as we uh, look at what's going on. Yeah, thanks, Dawn. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Nate. So, you know, I've talked a lot about education, about schools, and about um, Josh Shapiro's promise for example, for the most recent voucher program that many are still advocating for and hope that they'll ultimately get. But take us through it, if you would, in your latest piece, as um, you're talking about the fact that the Pennsylvania, the State Senate, the Commonwealth Senate, what what they've passed and how it looks as far as the state's uh, school funding. Yeah. Well, basically what happened this, this week, as you mentioned, there's been this you know long push for voucher program that's been supported by Governor Shapiro, but I couldn't get that done. And as a result, our entire state budget uh, is not complete. There's lots of you know big portions of that, including education uh, funding uh, language that has to be, be done to complete the state budget. Uh, the Senate said, hey, we're going to take move aside uh, the controversial issues, we'll move aside you know the voucher language, we'll move aside uh, some of the funding the Democrats wanted. Uh, let's get done some of what we can get done. Um, passed a bill that had a lot of the education funding items, some of it which were high priorities for, for Democrats in the House, um, and uh, an expansion of what Pennsylvania does have, which is a tax credit scholarship program, a very successful program, serves about uh, 75,000 students with scholarships. Um, it had that expansion in, in the bill. Um, Senate over uh, had very bipartisan support in the Senate, 45 out of 50 members voted yes for that bill. Uh, and then the House came back and just stripped out uh, the tax credit scholarship programs. They didn't want any expansion of school choice, um, and, and basically said we're not either we're, we're never going to do school choice or we're not going to do anything at all uh, until we get everything that that we want. Yeah, and so what what boggles my mind, Nate, is that you know here in Philadelphia, for example, this is a this is a very popular program, particularly when. You look at the latest test scores. You see at the re- look at the reading levels. Every day, I'm updating stories about you know, fourth graders, their math levels, their reading levels. Even there was just recently a story that said that, let's say for kids who aspire to get into Masterman, they can't even get into Masterman because in most of the grade schools, they're not even offered the prerequisites that even allow them to be eligible to get into certain schools. And there are even, which horrifies me, conversations about lowering the bar so that some kids who don't have what they need to get into the, the top schools would then, you know, have the bar lowered. It's, But, you know, this is, a, this is a popular program, and yet it's not in the mainstream media. We thank you for talking about it, but where do we go from here? I mean, I keep, I keep saying, is there really still hope alive? For so many parents and kids 
that we'll even get this kind of school choice program passed here in Pennsylvania? Yeah, well, I mean, there's always room for, for hope. And this is the thing you know, with the tax credit scholarship program. It's very popular. There's um, almost you know, less than 75,000 students served. There's about 60,000 on waiting lists because there's just not enough uh, tax credits available. Um, it's, funded, it's funded through business donations. They donate the tax credit, um, provide scholarships. Uh, there's great groups like in, in Philadelphia, Children's Scholarship Fund in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a, a lottery every year because they have so many students applying for scholarships. Um, they, can't, they can't serve them all. Um, but really, uh, what we think of, what's the next step is educating voters on what is happening in Harrisburg. Because while this program is very popular, I know lawmakers come to the district and say, I love these local private schools, the um, schools in Philadelphia that are serving these kids. I love these scholarship programs. They're great. Um, but then they go to Harrisburg and vote with the teachers unions to kill these programs. Um, voters didn't know what happened, that every single, every single Democrat voted to block this increase for tax credit scholarship, even while 60,000 students, a lot of them in Philadelphia, are on waiting lists for those scholarships. Um, that's, that's what's happening in the state capitol with special interests dominating the, the landscape, and voters need to know exactly how their members voted. And so, you know, I know that you've testified many times before state legislative committees, and, and you're called upon as, you know, for your expertise and talking about policy statements, that sort of thing. Is there something different about this time around that you notice as you look at this because you've, you know, you obviously as a senior vice president of the Common Foundation, you're very familiar with these kinds of, of political battles. But but I just wonder as you look at this, what's happening in real time in Pennsylvania, what stands out to you as perhaps something different, something hopeful, something that is very disappointing or something to watch? Yeah, I think, I mean, it's both hopeful and disappointing that I think what we've seen in, in even across the country, momentum for more educational choice. And I think you mentioned the test scores. We've seen that, you know, in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia, uh, but across the country of um, both low performance and, and declines and, and a lot of parents waking up and demanding, demanding more choices. Um, so I'm you know, optimistic that it is becoming a, a parent awakening of, of wanting more control over their child's education. Uh, and you've seen now, Several states go all the way with universal school choice, where money follows the child to the school that best fits, fits their needs. Um, but the resistance comes from the other side, and especially the, the vested interests, of, you know, teachers' unions especially, leading that charge of we need to block anything um, because we don't, you know, we don't want Pennsylvania. They don't want Pennsylvania to become like Florida and, and uh, North Carolina, and Iowa, and Arizona, and that have passed universal school choice. Uh, so they're trying, really trying to block. Uh, access to, to a lot, you know, preventing parents from being able to do the better, better school and, and prop up the, the current system that they profit off of. Well, and that's what gets me, Nate, is that this particular program was very specific in, in the fact that you, you have to be able to qualify for it. And we're talking about people who are under a certain, a certain income. So, so this one for Pennsylvania that Josh Shapiro, the Governor Shapiro, had campaigned on. I mean, he was on, as I recall, he was on Fox News. He was he was widely praised, widely interviewed as promising this as as something that was a remedy or or even a, a band aid approach while they fix things, especially post pandemic. And so, from what you're saying, they're viewing this, and obviously, this is teacher funding, you know, and so on. The teachers union funding campaigns and that sort of thing and pushing lawmakers not to allow it because from what I 
His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. What I infer from you, Nate, is they're viewing this as sort of a slippery slope, that even if they give it to the poorest kids in the worst districts, because here in Philadelphia, some area codes, these schools are among the worst in the nation. So is, am I right in that, that they're viewing it as like a, a slippery slope type argument? Yeah, absolutely. They're, they've absolutely been using that argument. And, you, you know, and Governor Shapiro said, like, I, you know, support us because it, it doesn't take any money away from public schools. It only helps serve a few more kids. And limited to, you know, the program is limited to lower income families, uh, limited to $100 million in funding, which um, is, is a lot for UI, but in terms of the state budget is, is very small um, percentage-wise of that. Um, but, yeah, the arguments from the teachers unions and, and the left is, well, if we start doing this, then they'll come back and want to do more, want to expand the program and see it grow and have more parents served. Uh, there'll be more demand, and we can't allow that to happen. Uh, and kind of a slippery slope, we can't let any – school choice program pass regardless of uh, of the parameters. And so that's that's their opposition, and they're, they're dug in on that. And uh, they are major contributors to the, the Democratic Party. And, and so the teachers' union is really uh, driving the, the House Democrats to oppose um, any any school choice expansion in Pennsylvania. And so, you know, your, your latest column, um, as you talk about this, is your headline is that the Senate, and I, I'm believing mostly Republicans or Republican dominant, but you're saying this was a bipartisan. Are you saying that it's bipartisan on the record? Because I've I've had people tell me that in fact, in both the Senate and the House in Pennsylvania, you know, sort of off the record, Democrats are saying yes, we support this, but because of especially led by Matt Bradford in Montgomery County here locally, they they have bet that has been you know sort of quashed. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely right, and that's. It, this passed in the Senate with, with bipartisan support. Um, only only five members um, opposed it. Now it had you know both the educational choice expansion, the tax credit scholarships expansion, um, but also had you know some of the funding components for, for public schools. So that seemed like a, a a reasonable compromise. We'll expand school choice, but also give more money to to public schools. Um, bipartisan support in the Senate, um, but the House. Uh, basically stripped it out in, in the Rules Committee, which is controlled by Matt Bradford, 
mm-hmm. um, the, the leadership committee. Mm-hmm. Uh, he amended to strip out the school choice component. Uh, and then on the vote, it was totally party line. All the Democrats stuck together. Um, and, and, of course, they, you know, for them to do anything, they always have to stick together because they only have a one vote uh, majority. So it's basically party line, one or two, one or one vote. So it is where the House Democrat leadership is, uh, and then led by Matt Bradford, is the ones blocking uh, blocking school choice, even with bipartisan support in the state Senate. So frustrating. What can, so, you know, we have an active group here, a lot of listeners, and what should, what do you advise people to do as far as reaching out? Who do they reach out to? I mean, you're obviously with the Commonwealth Foundation. You're trying to get the word out on this. And because it's, by the way, not, you know, no surprise, but it's not on the cover of the local papers. It's not being broadcast by the local so-called mainstream media. They're not advertising this or really talking about it. So what should people do? Yeah, it's important to call, to contact your lawmaker, um, whether it's a Republican who voted yes, uh, thank them, or Democrat who voted no, um, get them to, to change their vote because this is uh, an important issue for, uh, and the demand is there, the waiting list is there, uh, to put this in place next year. Uh, we have a website that allows people to go directly and, and put in their information and contact their lawmaker. Uh, it's fundalifeline.com. Uh, they can go and, and find out who their lawmaker is and, and contact them there. Well, that's a good one, fundalifeline.com. Well, Nate, I saw in your bio somewhere that your favorite rock song and personal motto are both "Don't Stop Believing." So, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I love I love your optimism, and and I hope I really do hope that ultimately we somehow pull this out. What's what's your feeling as far as Governor Shapiro, who I've known for a long time, and he's a product of you know, and his his four children. He Lori had four kids. They certainly have gone to faith-based schools and public schools, private and public. What's your feeling here? And is there guidance from the governor trying to behind the scenes make this happen? Since it was his, it was a camp big promise that he made. Yeah, and I think I, I do believe Governor Shapiro believes this in his heart. Like, hey, I, I benefit from school choice. My kids have. Um, I think lowering families deserve that opportunity. Uh, but I think he's still getting the grasp of how to be a governor and not just someone who campaigns on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and okay. I haven't I haven't seen him show the leadership behind the scenes to get this done. Uh, I think that's something you need to, to learn going forward of how to how to get your own party on board and use the, the powers you have uh, as governor, the bully pulpit and the uh, the tools you have in the governor's office to get this get this done. I think he needs to step up and show more leadership rather than simply saying he supports the bill, um, supports the concept and, and talking about it in a you know uh, kind of campaign way yeah. but, but actually acting as a governor. That's well put. Well, Nate, thank you so much for joining me, taking the time out. If I don't talk to you beforehand, have a blessed Thanksgiving with your family. Thank you, Nate. All right, you too. Take care. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today.
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.